What happens when two parent coaches, one a Christian and the other an agnostic Jew, sit down to talk about parenting? I'm Dina Thayer. And I'm Kira Dorian. Welcome to Raising Adults, a podcast about future-focused parenting. Welcome, everyone. We're excited to be with you today. There's a couple neat things about what's going on today. The first is we're doing the first of a series of mini episodes where we'll be answering listener questions, giving you updates on previous episodes, and we're calling it the spin cycle because we've mentioned before we actually record in Kira's laundry room, and so we're going to give some of your questions a spin and give you our spin on some of what you've asked us, and we're thrilled about that, so keep the questions coming. The other wonderful thing is we're being filmed today. Like as we're speaking. As we speak. There's a camera on us. And <laughs> it's really exciting. We're going to be featured in the local news here in the Puget Sound area. And it's wonderful that we're getting a chance to talk about these parenting principles and connecting parents with some great tools for their parenting. And then hopefully some people will see it on the news and even learn more about it. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you to our listeners who are already listening. It's been an incredible response, like so much so that we felt like we needed to release these mini episodes. So thanks to everyone who's subscribed and listened and reviewed. We have some amazing reviews on iTunes. So thank Thank you. you. So um, I want to start with a little update on chores because first and foremost, my kids had a birthday. So as you all know, that means they get a new birthday chore. So I wanted to let you know what that was. Yes, we're all waiting with bated breath. Bated breath. What was the new chore for age seven? Okay, so the new chore for age seven, drumroll, please. Um, They have to make their beds after I've washed the sheets. So I think we talked about before that when they turned six, they had to start stripping the beds, but then I made it. So this year I did the I do it, we do it, you do it, and I taught them how to make their beds, and they are doing a pretty good job. The pillow stuffing is still an issue. Getting a pillow in a sham, (laughs) that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, even I struggle with that sometimes, let's be honest. So, um, But they're doing really well, and then I was super sneaky, and (laughs) we also introduced a morning job. So oh, we didn't call it a chore. But you didn't call it a chore. It's not a chore. Very subtle, It's a morning job. Um, So they have to help us with breakfast prep. Just um, my son pours the beverages and my daughter gets their like vitamins and puts it on the plate. Just it actually has made a huge difference for us. Breakfast is just a super stressful time. And just knowing that we don't have to do those two things has been amazing. So that's how it went down. But then I also wanted to say um, that we also implemented a new privilege. And it occurred to me after that episode that we've kind of been doing that, and I didn't really explain that in Mm -hmm. the chores episode, that every year as they've gained more responsibility, they've also been getting more privileges, which we talk about in episodes, right? And makes perfect sense. Right. And I so I love that idea of, yes, you are gaining more responsibility and you are going to be participating more, but you also get this new privilege. So they're privileged this year, and this was a big one because my kids have always gone to bed really early. They're really big sleepers, and they need a lot of sleep. So they've been going to bed at like 6.37 for a Mm -hmm. a long time. So the big privilege was you get to stay up till 7.30. And they were thrilled. I mean, they were like, give me the morning job. Give me the sheets, you know, whatever. I'll do any of it. I'll take whatever. I get to stay up half an hour later. So that was kind of how it ended up unfolding. So I just want to let our listeners know because we did have the birthday in our house this year. And we actually ended up with a listener question about yes, chores, so, so why don't you share that? Please, before I do, please, please, listeners, if you have heard an episode and there's a question that pops up or you have an idea for an episode, we've had a couple of those come in, please email us, info at futurefocusedparenting.com. 
it's a great way to give us stuff to talk about as well. We love knowing what you want to hear. So the listener question that came in is from Jody, and she asked, and this is such a great question. She said that her little one is just about to be four, so right at that age that we talked about maybe starting to really implement chores. But she said that her little one is already really helpful around the house, and so she wasn't quite sure, you know, how do I make this transition into an actual chore um, when I have a kid who's already so helpful and wants to participate. So I have some thoughts on that, but Dina, why don't you why don't you give us your I thoughts have, first? I have a couple thoughts too. And one is actually for the parent, and that is modeling and giving the language around it. I'm doing my chores today. I'm cleaning around the house so then I can go do my fun stuff. And so when the parent is modeling that and putting the vocabulary around it, they can start to pick that up. So even if you have a helpful child, say, who every time you ask them to do something, they're more than willing, which Jody, wow, amazing. I mean, that's great. When you have that kind of a compliant kiddo who wants to be helpful, that really says you're doing something right. And you also probably have a child with a sweet disposition, which is great. But the modeling here is big, that they see the adults working in the home to keep things running well and giving we talk about naming emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. Give it a name. Mm-hmm. Talk about I'm doing my chores right now. So that's one thing is I think adults kind of set the tone for making that little, that subtle shift. But the other thing is with with a, a child that's on the cusp of four, you're getting to that point where you can make it about, hey, you've reached this milestone. And so even if you don't choose the exact birthday thing, say, mm-hmm. you can choose to talk about that increasing responsibility. Hey, you're getting bigger. I'm going to give you this special job now. And that way, it isn't just asked for randomly. It's mm-hmm. on purpose. And we're all about parenting with intention. So even coming alongside, wow, I've noticed you're really helpful. Because of that, I'd like to give you some specific things that'll be your responsibility. You get to be in charge of those. Yep. I couldn't agree more. There's a really big difference between a helpful child who sort of has a choice as to whether they help or not and turning it into this is your responsibility, this is your chore, and it's no longer optional, right? This is now an official thing that you do in our household to keep it running. We encourage you to still be helpful, but those things are just by nature a little more optional than this is your job. And as I've talked about before in our home, you don't get your privileges if you don't do your job. So attaching that if she chooses to um, would be the difference between helping and actual responsibility. Absolutely. And I think you can make that exciting for them. So say you don't have the kind of kiddo Jody does and you've got one that's more reluctant, attach some excitement to it. Because you've grown up, because you've demonstrated this, now you get to be responsible for this over here. And so you're right. Taking away the optional piece is really important, but it's okay to also make it feel like an achievement. Mm-hmm. because you've done such and such, we're going to give you this. Or, yes. Or birthdays, you know, because you're now five, you have these special jobs around the house. And it's okay to make it feel like actually special. Yeah, like in- it's almost a privilege. Yes. In- <laughs> Trickery. Uh, Trickery. And it's sneak <laughs> attack. <laughs> Look what I did there. <laughs> That's like one of my kids' privileges that they got was I used to not let them go out into the garage and get themselves in the car unless I knew about it because then I'd come downstairs and I'm like, where are my children? Lost are they okay? Um, and so that was such a huge deal when I said, you know what? You have earned the right to go into the garage, get yourself into the car, buckle yourself up. But what was amazing was afterwards I was like, man, that made my life easier. <laughs> like, that was the best trickery. They think that they got this great new privilege and really it just made my life so much easier. It just took something off your plate. Yeah, exactly. 
So in a couple other updates, just to have an opportunity to talk to our listeners, um, I just released my book. I talked about it in the last episode. Um, it, we made it an ebook because it just we haven't gotten around to the publishing yet, um, just because we've been really busy with the podcast. So we made it an ebook, and that is on the futurefocusparenting.com website under shop. And Dina's should be up there in the next week. Yes, my book is actually in the editing process, so it should be out there soon. So keep your eyes out. And mine is really all around infant sleep and some strategies for that that are really principle-based rather than prescription-based. So rather than you must do it this exact way, it's some principles you can use to get better sleep frankly, in as little as a week. Yeah, it's so amazing. I can't wait for that to come out. So you can check that out. You might hear some squeaking as we're recording. That's our awesome cameraman who's filming us right now. Um, other things to say, if you are liking what you hear, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. We are slowly building a following there. Uh, the handle is at Raising Adults Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our first Spin Cycle mini episode. Um, as always, for more information, you can go to RaisingAdultsPodcast.com or FutureFocusParenting.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram or all the things. And again, I know I say it every time, but if you like what you hear, those ratings and reviews really have made a huge difference. It's been kind of cool to watch the podcast pop up in popularity based and become on... become more searchable yeah, on iTunes. just because someone just reviewed it or gave us a five-star rating. So those things really do help with thank you enough for that. Raising Adults is produced by Kira Dorian and Dina Thayer and recorded in my laundry room. Music by the Seattle band Hannah Lee. Thanks for listening.